The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl. Hey. Welcome to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. Hanging out with me right now, you guys. I think we've been destined to be friends. Yes, queen. And we are so most certainly deep acquaintances. Mm-hmm. And by deep acquaintances, I mean we've partied twice together. Right. Very hard. Um, I've been wanting to get you on for a while, and finally we are here singing my love. Joey Camasta, welcome to the show. Could I call me? <laughs> uh, you also might know Joey by following him on Instagram, at Mr. P79. That's right. What up with that uh, handle, yo? Oh, it was my, it's my childhood nickname. I have tattoos and everything. They also call me Mr. P, not 79, but that was the year I was born. Why Why Mr. P? I don't know. It's just like a little, it was like Italian baby talk. It was never like pee like I peed myself or anything. Everyone thinks it's something dirty. I'm like, you sick. <laughs> goes no it's it's just like a little baby talk like oh my little mr p well and my little sister's name is lolly p so and her oh, name's lauren really so it's just like a little lolly p mr p yeah um okay so we met first through our friends the ashrays yes the claudier and um and a jackie ashray yes yeah, so we were at their uh one year anniversary of, party. Their, of their show the morning, morning toast. toast how do you know the girls well i know the girls because i do my podcast with, with snoopy uh snooki from the jersey shore oh hell yeah i know all about that yeah, you so guys have been doing it for four, four years. Yes, four years. So we have, um, it used to be called Naturally Nicole, but then we switched it to It's Happening with Snooki and Joey. So yes. that's, you can get that anywhere fine podcasts are found. Um, and so I, I, Nicole was away filming. You know, when she goes back to the Jersey Shore, yeah. she gets sequestered, like locked in that house, and she's not allowed to leave. Oh my God. So I had to hold, I have to, I had to hold it down myself. So I was looking for co hosts yeah. um, to fill in every week. And then like my Instagram was blowing up. You have to have girl with no job. You have to get girl with no job. And everyone was telling her when she was looking for morning toast um, co hosts to get me. So I, but it's like everyone on media was telling us we had to meet each other. We're destined to meet. So I finally said I had my people call her people, and she came and co-hosted. Oh, um, and you fell in love for Nicole. Yeah, and we just you no, know, we just clicked. You know, we we're all that we're all the same breed of people. So that was the first time we met and hung out. Or our seventeen or something. Yeah, it's like right on the water. Yeah, it was right beautiful. down here because mm-hmm. we're right now in my apartment building. Yeah, the you know drinks who, were strong and plentiful. You know who else lives here? No, tell me. Nico Tortorella. He lives here. That's your boy. Yes, he lives. This in is the where building. he lives. This is where he lives. His Don't book say where comes it is. out. I know. Tomorrow. I know. Is he home? I don't know. We can go knock on his door. Oh my I, god! Can I, you imagine? I don't know his apartment number. I'll text him. But text him and tell I'll him that him right you're now. down here. Oh my god! Maybe he'll pop. Tell him you're in That'd the movie That'd be theater. so funny. So yeah. So um, oh my, we, this, the, all the stars are aligning. All the stars are. Aligning. And so yeah. So we are also friends because Nico, you host the um, after show for Younger TV After Show. Yes, I do. And Nico Tortorello and I are good, good girlfriends. We've been oh. friends for a while. We worked together on MTV for um. For two seasons of his show, Tattoo Far. Yes. With Snoopy. Yes. So she was on. So that we spent like wait day like those days we filmed for like a month straight, like literally from one a.m. from like six a.m. till like one a.m. Oh my god. Every day. So oh we were, my god. We, we were like we became fast friends because we were locked into in a room together for it, like he's a month. So amazing. And then and then the night of the of Claudia's album release party, you were hanging out with Heather McMahon. Yes. Who you guys were just like best again buds. destined to meet. But that's the thing is that you know so Heather said it on one of her Instagram stories I was watching recently, and she said, you know y'all, I have to <laughs> say, um, she was basically saying how you know it's been hard. With 
with with her moving to New York because it's so like in the when you move to New York City in the summer, it's the fucking worst. It's yeah. stinky. There's rats. It smells it's, like hot garbage. It's awful. And she came from Atlanta and her mom's gorgeous house, driving around in her fancy car. So anyway, so she uh, she moved here at a brutal time in New York and she was having a hard. Uh, I, I'm guess I'm gonna say like a hard transition to New York City. Okay. Yeah. But rats she lived in L.A. for a while. Up. Yeah. Yes. And she actually said, um, I'm on this Instagram story, you know, I've had a hard time with New York City, but I have to say, nothing beats the people in New York City. And yeah. she was saying, I just came from Claudia's album release party mm-hmm. and or, or song release party. And she was saying, like, it's so amazing to actually be in the entertainment industry surrounded by people that you actually work with and actually like them and be friends and yes. have no competition. Exactly. We, I never felt exactly. I'm glad you said that because we all have something different to offer, but we all kind of do the same thing. Yes. But we all just kind of lined up together and, oh my God, look, he's Nick was texting back. Oh goes, my God. Are you God. with Taylor? With Taylor. I love <laughs> him. Okay, so this is the thing is we like overlap in this amazing world. I think we're really, really, really lucky that we are, we found like a crew that actually like gives a shit and is supportive of each other. I think that's, that's what I want. Yeah, that's I got, t- I got sidetracked by. That is very rare because we all have something different to offer. We all kind of do the same things and have the same kind of fan base. But I never felt once competitive with any of any of you guys. I really haven't either. It's no. such it's such a fucking we built nice we built people up. I know. Uh, I love it. On it. Do you think it's podcasting? Or do I you just think, think it's, it's our. Crew? I think it's our style of people. We're a certain breed of people. And you know wait, what wait, I mean? okay, try to describe what that I is. I would say you know. Hardworking, dedicated. Yeah. Yes, but you you learn that getting to the top isn't by p- knocking other people down to get to the top. It's no. about building people up to get there together. I like to call it social climbing. That's what I do. Yeah, that's what I've always done. Yeah, and we and we'll have a you know a great you know kind of comedic aesthetic that you know that we just talk make fun of life and just kind of don't take ourselves too seriously. I think that's a huge part of it too. Is that like yeah. we're all people who are very self deprecating, and I think that we know who yeah. we are. We're comfortable. But we're taking or leave. This is me, and I think that's what people relate to so much. Because, you know, n- n- none of us in the group we're speaking of are perfect by any means. But, yeah. you know, people are attracted to us because we're real. We just keep it real. So, question. So, okay. So, how did you meet Miss Snooky Snooks? I met her. Um, I was working um, at Mac Cosmetics at the time uh-huh. doing product development and kind of like um, global artistry things. So, she, she was, they were doing this Halloween competition thing that they do like a Facebook-like reality show. Oh, it was cool. like a style thing. Cool. So, it was like, you know, it was like chopped where you open a box and be like, this is what your shit is and now you have to come up with a, cra- a crazy Halloween look with it. Uh-huh. So, it's kind of that thing was like, you know, competition show. And so, she was the host of it this year and I had one, I, I had, there was, there was three seasons before that and I won every year. So they keep bringing me back and back and back. So this is my oh, last yeah. time I was going to do it. And I won this year, too. Um, that time, Marvel. too. This was years ago. And um, so she was the host of it. So they said, can you also do the host makeup? It's going to be Snooki for the Jewish Choice. I said, oh, okay, fine. So and were you a fan of the show? I was, yeah. I was a big fan of the show. I thought were she, you, she like, was funny. nervous? No, it was, I wasn't that big of a fan. I was like, <laughs> you know, I was like, I knew who she was and I liked that she was wild and like right. and mess. So I was like preparing myself. Yes. So I get there and like I'm setting up and then she comes stumbling in like, you know, um, what was the guy from... Uh, from the um, Peanuts and Snoopy, the one that had the dust around him at all times. Oh my God, pig pen? Pig pen. So she comes in like pig pen with a cloud of dust, hair extensions, and fucking smoke around her and like flies in, so shit flying everywhere. And she like, like fucking wreck, knocking things over and just like lays on the couch. She's like, Ugh. she was still drunk from the night before. I love her. She is. She just got off a animal. flight. She just got off a flight and she was, oh my God, I'm so hungry. She's like, well, you do. It was 7 a.m. She was, and they were, they had an open bar there for everyone, anyone who wants to drink because they wanted to loosen up the. Even at 7 a.m. Well, they had, it was at Pier 59. So they had that bar there. So she's like, will you do shots with me? And this was at 7 a.m. And I said, yes, of course. I love you. Wait, what kind of shots? Vodka shots. So yes. she, 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 we started ripping vodka shots at 7 a.m. as I'm doing her makeup. 
And then after that, like we like all day long, we became like good friends. We're on set that day, and she'd be like, and I ha- I'd be out performing, doing my little makeup competition thing, and she'd be like, "Can you get that makeup artist back here? My eyeliner's fucked up." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" That's what I felt. I was like, "Fuck my big chance! I got I messed up her eyeliner the first time I get back." She was like, "I'm only kidding, girl. I want to do more shots with you. That's the only way I can get you back here." So she we would sneak, and then we became like the next day. We she said, you know, I you know called me for this thing, and then we started like. They hit the ground running, and then we started just doing all the different projects together, and we became attached to the hip, and then, you know, the media started paying attention, and then, you know, we, we kind of just became like a duo. That's crazy. So how long have you been friends with her for? Almost 10 years. Damn, yes, work yeah. it. Yeah, so it's season two of her show, which was uh, in Miami. So did you ever, is this like, is this where you thought your career would end up, or was <laughs> it like totally random? No, I had high hopes for myself. I thought I was going to be the next, like, you know... Kevin O'Quan in the makeup for but I'm just like you know what I'm good I've done enough I'll just you know this, I'll just take this as my I still do things here and there but it's like I just like you know I'm just busy we do our podcast we do reality shows we have a YouTube channel and yep. so we do like a lot of things so I, I mean I do take things here and there but you know it's kind of like I'm, I, I'm, it got me into this it got me into doing my, my true living my truth as a comedian living your best life yeah um, comedian have, sorry have you guys <laughs> ever had a fight um yes not not a real. We had like one like little fight where it's like when we were first starting out with um. She had a show called Snooky and JWoww. Yep. So we were on that. Um, she had we. I was a guest. I was like a, I remember, a character I on there. Yep. For us. So we were doing our. There was a big red carpet thing for that. I don't know if it was for that show. It was for something else we got invited to. Uh huh. And then I like basically like and our friend um that our friend our MTV friend that does all the PR and stuff that handles all our PR I basically like went I didn't tell her I just went behind her back like you know no I want to go on the red carpet yeah and do like you know do the carpet for the things I want you know to promote it but I didn't tell her about that first so she took that as like I was going behind her back and being thirsty well this is the interesting thing so and that happened to her before with her other friends that that she cut out I'm really good friends with Dossie I've when this airs I will currently be on her live podcast tour oh good so yeah so I'm like opening for her and like coming like back and forth on on stage her fiance Bo is going to be there isn't that fun have you done it's, live podcast yet this is my first one I did I mean, one big show I've done like a couple here and there but like this is like my first like tour like we're going on a national tour yes. it's broken up over the course of four months which is like thank god because I have my radio show still right I have to do it every single day and like can I'm, you like, do that from home no. Oh god. So my but my co-hosts are fucking amazing and thank God I have a rotation. So like they're all just gonna fill in for me with oh, my good. amazing producer Donnie. Oh good. Um when I'm away. So like I got that covered. But I mean this is like it this is like a proper national tour. Like I've gone, I've so my old co-host for at Sirius I love it. Was a stand-up comedian. So I used to go with him because he was like, When you come to these shows because of the radio show, we double ticket sales. And but after a while he was like, You need to start doing stuff, Tay. Like you can't just like sit in the green room like a weirdo and take pictures like a fucking <laughs> so I, he was like just host and I was like I can't and he's like you host a four hour talk show yes you can so like host the stand up host the show yes and but, but like and it, next up to the stage like that exactly and, but, if, but if I'm gonna be up there and it's a comedy club do I'm, a monologue I'm gonna do I'm gonna do faux comedy you yeah, know so I, so I mean there was there was amazing moments and there was like terrifying moments most, that's my biggest fear in life <sighs> doing stand up I, I do I do like well you were a comedian I, well I do I do I don't do stand up though I do mostly like commentary work. Have you ever? Never did stand up. This I is- do correspondent work. I do, you know, like they'll have me like do reactions to things. I'll do like I do things like that. You're reactively I, funny. Reactively funny. Like, but I, honey, you could do stand up. I know I can, I'm but it's like terrifying. You. It's it, it literally. It's like the one thing you have that to have everything planned me. out. You can't just be organic with that. You have well, to have like well, it's that's so calculated. But so I used to just wing it. That's what I would do. With it. I tried terrifying. to do it. I tried to do it, and it was like it was like a flop. It's like you think it's like this, but on a stage, it's not. You have 
to like have like timing and like punchlines and fucking jokes. Yeah, you got to deliver. I know. I and know. You have crazy. to deal with the crowd. Like, how are you going to adapt if the crowd screams something out? Like. It just seems fucking terrifying. It it, it, it it really is. I mean, I also really hate giving speeches, which is super weird, too. It's like you would think that I'd be so comfortable with that. Like, yeah. everyone's like, you don't, like, my sister's Let's wedding. all raise a glass. <laughs> <laughs> Are you good at giving speeches? You no. Are. I mean, if I'm drunk enough. I'm no, drunk I, do, enough. I, do, I like doing speeches. I do. When I, I get drunk, I always do speeches and I cry. I hate speeches because I always say something, like, rude and insulting. Right. And, and like, I'm like, I'm just better when I'm sentimental, right. you know? Because I'm, like, nasty, but I'm normally just nasty to myself. Right. So when I'm giving a speech, I try to self-deprecate for the person and I'm like oh that's not self-deprecation that's being a bitch Kurt. I am prepared for this Stasi tour in a way that I've never prepared before like I have like a whole opening bit that I'm gonna do I so mean, you're gonna do stand up an opening for her kind of sort of yeah oh, I know and she's like fun. what a queen what an amazing friend that she's like bring but me the on the f- tour and let me do this but the fun thing is once you have your your, your, your skit down and people don't realize that as a comedian that's what you, when you go to a a um, on a tour, it's the same show every night every in a different city. So there, it's not like you have to come up with new things every night. So once you have your thing done, right? That's the the, the hardest part. It's over. So I've done live podcasts before. I've been guests on them. I've like done my own stuff. I've done like one woman shows. Um, but I've never like prepared for anything the way I've prepared for the Stassi show. So it's, yeah, I'm going to like open with like a quote unquote set, like a tight 10. Yeah, let's talk, let's talk through this. And then she comes up and she's What's a tight do, 10 mean? Tight 10 is like, it's it's like an industry term in comedy. It's like working on that tight 10, those 10 minutes of like a great show. Once you have your tight 10 down, it's like then you can like go to comedy clubs and like get up on stage and actually perform and stuff like that. And just that. have your, t- your, your core 10 I minutes mean, of, Joe, of good comedy. I don't know if it's going to be a tight 10, we'll but it's going to be 10. It's uh, 10 minutes. 10 Something, yeah. Some, something's gonna happen. Just taking leave, people, ten people can leave, or you know. I'm nervous. Wait, so what are you gonna talk about? Do you have your your your, your points? Being your a social climber. Okay, got it. Being a divorcee, being a former rich person. Yes. So I thought I was straight my entire life. I did not. And- <laughs> no, not you. I thought I knew I was. I was. <laughs> I knew you meant you. I was cock hungry since I got out of the womb, girl. Yeah. Wh- when did you know you were gay? How did I, you uh, tell I, me your story? There was no story. I was just, just gay. Just was. Did you ever have to come out? No. Oh my god. Lucky Hell coming no. out the fucking worst. Well, the jig. I think. Mean, what do you think? Listen, to my voice, girl. It's like <laughs> the jig is that I'm, I'm playing with, you know, doing hair in the school. No, but for real, you're I, you're a Jersey boy. Yeah, I grew up in New Jersey. I Italian t- family. Italian family. So there was not like it was it was all easy breezy. Yes, they never had to even say it. it was like you know like my own time mom like Ma, Joey are you gay? I was like shut up. <laughs> and you know it was just always known. They never had to like have that weird conversation. And are you single? Or yes, you, I'm single. You're single. Question. So, have you ever had to bring a boyfriend home to meet the family? I have, yeah. And does that make them feel a little no. weird? No. Just weird because it's uncomfortable for me because I'm like such a private person like with mm-hmm. like relationships mm-hmm. that it's like, I mean, it wasn't weird. It's was just like, you know, they, they all just like, you know judge and talk shit after. Well, because my parents were not great when I first came out because they were in, literally in shock. Yeah. Um, and then they're amazing now and they fucking love Taylor and they're like so here us. Honestly, Wait, her name's Taylor too? Oh my God, yeah, how gay. I met her but I forgot her name. Yeah, Taylor I was Taylor. calling her Annie Leibovitz. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like a hot young Annie Leibovitz. She totally does. Yeah. And she's a photographer. Yeah. Go oh, figure. I knew that. Yeah, we talked Go about that. Go figure. Um, isn't she gorgeous? Stunning. I know. Makes Where'd me you meet again? nervous. She was my videographer for my, for my blog. Oh, blogs. really? Remember blogs? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, blogs. Yeah, so she, uh, we worked together, and then that's how we met. And um, I met her like right when I, my 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 marriage was unraveling. How like, long were you married for? Five years almost. And you lived here in New York. Yeah, we lived in a man. 
Chin apart Where? with Tribeca. Fucking oh, huge, really? dude. And what did he 2. do? $2.5 million. What did he do? Works for his family company. It's uh, what's the kind of business is it? You know what's? Uh, I'm not gonna say because I'm gonna like protect his identity. Oh right. Um, because like poor thing, he's is he's, it poor, finance? Poor thing. He's 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 like no, it's not. Or did they invent something like a, a, sh- a shower curtain rod that took over the nation? Like kind of, but not really. But like one of his best friends' dads invented the fart machine. Okay. What fart? Ma- the the fart machine. The thing and, that the button. Yes, and and to hit, and this kid was like a, a fucking gajillionaire. This is what I what? learned when I was a rich person for a little bit. Like, listen, I grew up like in an a upper middle class town outside of Boston. Right. Um, my dad was like a super like blue collar kid, but he got his way to Harvard and became a doctor. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So there's that with my family. And my mom was like, my, my mom's dad ran Saxon Avenue down in Fort Lauderdale. But this oh. is like when Fort Lauderdale was like more like Palm Beach. It wasn't like so right. like Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, like um, like spring break. Spring break, yeah. Exactly. Taking your tits out. White t-shirt contest. Exactly. But so my par- my mom was like a socialite because my, my grandparents were always like photographed in town, but like they, they weren't wealthy and there was like, you know, so I like I grew up with like around like nice stuff and I knew nice things right but like this level of wealth in the city here right that was like something I never that was like where'd gossip girl shit where'd you meet husband at a nightclub uh, called Dune in the Hamptons oh yeah and then you kind of fell in love and got married I mean honestly I don't know that I ever was madly in love where with was him. your wedding in the Hamptons a private estate um, at Wolfer uh, Wolfer's Wolfer Wine Place. Yes. Stop. So good. And How honey, nice. this is before it was super popular. Yeah. Before Summer in a Bottle was a hit. I have great taste. I what know. What can I say? <laughs> hey guys, it's time to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, Away. So for those of you who don't know, Away is a luggage company, in my opinion, the best luggage company. Nothing even comes close to my away bag. And trust me, I've traveled with other bags before. Bags that were like considered really good and that were really expensive. And away beats them every single time. First things first, they're incredibly affordable. And the reason that is is because Away sells direct to consumer. So they're able to cut out the middleman and keep costs down. So I appreciate that. They also have an array of different suitcases, which I love. And if I had to pick between the carry-on and the bigger carry-on, I'm just going to go with the bigger carry-on because I always need more space. You can still bring it on the plane. You can still put it in the overhead compartment. But it's just, ugh. I'm on the Saucy Tour right now. And I'm not joking. It's the first leg. And I was in I was a mad woman. I was in a panic trying to get out of the apartment and get to my train. I literally thought I was going to miss it. And so I was packing like a crazy person. You know, when you're like throwing in things that you like don't even use. And I was just shoving everything into my away big carry-on. And when I went to close it, I could not believe it closed. It's durable. It's flexible. It's lightweight. It's great. And the best thing about away is that the suitcases are designed to last a lifetime. But if any part of your suitcase breaks, away has a great customer service team. And they'll arrange to either have it fixed or replace your bag entirely. They also have a 100-day trial on everything that they make, so you can test it out. If you don't like it, send it back. It's not for you. No big deal. They've also got free shipping on any way order within the contiguous U.S., Europe, and Australia. And you can actually go see Away Bags for yourself at their stores in New York, Austin, L.A., San Francisco, Boston, Chicago, and London. So for $20 off a suitcase right now, visit awaytravel.com slash Taylor20 and use my promo code Taylor. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R-2-0 during checkout. Again, for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R and use my promo code TAYLOR20 during checkout. And now, back to the podcast. You coming out, no big deal. No big deal, NBD. That's crazy. Do you yeah. know how lucky you are? I know, I am very blessed. Like, seriously. My, I mean, my family's, like, you know, very liberal, so it's like, it wasn't a... 
it wasn't an issue. Yeah. You know, it was always kind of just, you know, my father had gay friends growing up mm-hmm. and it was just like, you know, girl, what, what can you do about it? Like, you know, they don't care. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just never had a problem with it. And, and I was really the only gay kid in my high school, too. And and like and that was totally cool? Yeah, I was the most popular guy in high school. You are, I was nominated for prom king. Do you know how lucky you are to have such a story? Well, I, I know. I mean, the thing is, it's I, I think I lucked. I didn't luck out because... I mean, I, my personality has a lot to do with it as well. It's like I, I'm not like yeah. I'm not saying that, but not saying that you have to be outgoing. You're not going to get picked on, but like you know, I I never really gave people a reason to pick on me because being gay was the le- smallest part about me. I was I'm so much bigger than being just being gay. Like mm-hmm. I'm like you know crazy funny. I'm obviously really good looking. It's like I know you sir. know. So. Hello, hello. Same, no, but I think it was same. like so much more. Like I. I they, I didn't really give people a choice to pick on me. You know, I'm gonna say something because I was like, I was, so, I was so nice and so friendly and so lovable. It's like the people weren't like, you, you dumb gay guy, like you know. But that's the thing is, I think that you, it's probably just, it comes so naturally to you, you don't even realize it. But like, yeah. I, I think that you probably give off, you're like, you give off like a certain vibe, and you probably have like, you wear rose colored glasses, right? So much so that even if people are being like shitty to you, you probably it's, don't even see it, and you like, you, it, you ignore it, and then you just or like, they kill realize them with how, how stupid they sound by like trying to come from it's like you know what are you doing but like i'm sitting here thinking like oh my god you're reminding me of my girlfriend right now because like she had kind of like a blessed like she's like i loved high school i loved middle school and she's so nice yeah and she's like and i really had a problem with girls and like i didn't really know i was gay and then when i knew it was gay i just like came out i mean coming out was hard but like she just and i'm always like how did you go through life so unscathed <laughs> i feel like i've been warring with the world forever yeah. and so i get so mad at her, battlefield but, but i realize with tay it's like she just it's it's the way she approaches life she puts off this positive vibe and so it like it's like so, the universe yeah. reflects it back to you that's you look yeah. at your life hashtag guess, fucking blessed thank you girl yeah so i never had i know how hard it is i know how lucky i was to do that but i think it's just like you know don't give people a reason has anyone ever in your life been mean to you? Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I could tell you stories <laughs> from like when I was eight, and I could tell like it happened yesterday, and I'm still fucking mad well, about there's it. Well, like, there's like someone's like even like I cut people off very easily as well. Okay, What's your sign. Mm-hmm. There's a hair on my mouth. Sorry. That's okay. I don't know whose who's it was. It was not mine. Um, <laughs> Who you been licking? I know, girl. Who you been licking? Wait, what's your sign? I'm Pisces. Okay, I'm a Capricorn. So I'm very like, you know, if someone like, if someone like crossed me wrong, I like, I have no problems like never speaking to them or see them again. It's like, yeah. I, can, I can go from black to white and be like, never see you again and just like cut you out. Bye, girl. So before I in- I interrupted you, we were talking actually about how um, you and Snooki and getting into a fight and you said that um, the one time was that she, you went, yeah. not meaning to, but behind her back, right. technically. Yeah. Um, but you were just probably tr- just trying to get something done. And I didn't want, yeah, and I didn't want to annoy her with the thing that she's like, ask me. She's like, she's like, that's the one thing that like she had to like cut people out of because she went from from you know, so, so a small town girl to like being a, a, a household name overnight. Yes. So like, so that really hit home with her that like people being aware of your surroundings and who you're surrounding yourself with. Yes. And you know, she had to like you know cut up a lot of people out that were just like literally using her for fame. And it's like that was the least thing I was doing. Well, like, I always joke that I'm like I'm a social climber. I social climb. I social climb my way to the top. But the yeah. truth of the matter is, is that like that is I mean it's shtick. Yeah. Because like. I know better than to, like, for example, with Stassi, like, I, I, I go so far out of my way to make sure she always knows I'm never using her. Like, even going right. to the store with her, I'm like, are you sure this is your decision? Yeah. You can always say no to me, you know? Because, like, right. no one likes being used, you know? And exactly. famous people get used fucking constantly. All the time. Do you see the craziest things with Snooki? Yeah, I mean, she's, we're, you know, the thing is, our, our friendship, it's like having a best friend, but you can't do, like, there's certain things. It's just life now. It's like, it's secondhand things that, like, you know, 
we all we all do like you know we can't go we have to go to a store we have to go like early in the morning yep. where it's not crowded or like you know we've never been to a movie together like we can't go to the movies like we can't go to we can't never been to like a mall literally like walking by and like eating the food crowd like we can't do anything like that that's so crazy so it's like we'll go like because what would happen I mean she would just get mobbed and just like be harassed and it's like no one wants, if you're trying to hang out and it's like it just makes me and her both uncomfortable like you know I, there's certain times I mean there's we just we Depending on where it is, you know. So she, you know, if she's trying to be with her kids, she doesn't want like people around and doing all that shit with her kids. It can be like she's she's very friendly, so she'll go talk to everyone mm-hmm. and do it. But like, there's a time and a place, and like sometimes she's not in the mood as a person to like deal with all that. You have to like actually like think ahead when it comes to just like a little doing, bit doing friend stuff. Yeah, just a little bit. But it's like you know, at the same time, it's like we've been used to it for so long that we like you know when you know what's about to happen, someone's about to approach you. That's why we scream. It's happening. It's happening. Oh my god, it's happening. It's happening. And she's like, deal with it. Deal with it. Deal with it. Like if it's some like a, a big group's coming, I'm like, oh. No, she's she's not taking any pictures today, or like, <laughs> or this other thing is she's being a little a bit a little bitch and being annoying to me. I'll be like, of course she would love to take a photo with you. Come on, Nicole, get in there, girl. And then she'll like, and then she's like, oh my god, I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> um, how was it when she had kids? Was that was that like um exciting? Was it hard? So I'm like exciting. nervous for Stassi to have kids. No, it was it's fun. I mean, the kids. Are, uh, have you seen Nicole's kids? They're, They're so fucking, fucking cute. I can't even deal. I can't imagine her life without them. It's just like you know, it's like anyone. We're, we're, I'm 40 now. It's like. Well, that's what people do. Every you one of my so best friends. You're so 40, by the way. I am. And I mean that as a compliment. Oh, thanks, girl. Like, I, when I saw your 40th birthday on your gram, yeah. I was like, no fucking way. I know. Well, if you keep an extra 60 pounds on you, it puffs out all the wrinkles. This is what I always say. Yes. I know my parents are like, are you going to go to Weight Watchers? I'm like, I'm <laughs> trying to look young. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. I'm telling plump you, and happy. I'm telling you, there's something to it. Keep a little extra chub chub on the face. Yeah, a little puffs it out. Well, that's what we do now. I mean, you know, all my friends have kids. My, I, my sister's kids are fucking 19 years old. That's so crazy. I have a year old nephew and niece so it's like that's what, what that's what people do now so it's like of course it's like you know a part of your life and you come around it's like you know it's just gonna suck that she you know it's not gonna be the same it's like well nothing is the same you're fucking 40 it's like i you know i have a, a osteoporosis <laughs> i don't but you know that's probably coming up next i'm a hypochondriac um, <laughs> but are you gonna do this forever like this is it now right yeah we're, i mean i want to tell i mean i'd love to do more television and more um Things you know, like the podcast tours. We're, we did one big show, yeah, at the Count Basie Theater in Jersey. But oh now we're working with. Um, it's huge, huge. I know we didn't huge. fill the whole thing. There was still like twenty five seats, like in the back, like that were still open. That's but, um, it. That's crazy. There's probably more, but it was like that. We decided we can't do theaters that big for everything, you know, because we yeah. want to sell out. You want to sell out. You got to start small. I, I like now. Well, understand. we did it wrong. So we went. We went to a theater with almost two thousand seats for our first That's show. Insane. That's insane. And we and it was on a Wednesday, and Draw, I was like, no. It. So we talked to our people. Our people. Um, so we're doing a new tour um, this fall, and we're going to be doing smaller theaters. And on on weekends, and then she was pregnant also during that show, yeah. so she couldn't drink and hang out with us. So it's gonna be good. So yeah, there's, so it's such a rush, and it's like every it's like a whole experience. It's all about um kind of like interactive things nowadays with the kids. Yeah. So it's like a podcast, a live podcast. You know, everyone loves our podcasts, but when you do a live thing, it's like, so you get to just interact with the fans. You got to bring them up on stage and kind of have fun with them, oh, asking yeah. questions. Then you get to do meet and greets. Yep. You get to meet them, take pictures. You get the to sell merch. You can do like all these fun things. And it's like a big interactive experience. It's like, you know. Could I? Should I call me? That's your merch, boo-boo. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> it's just really fun. I'm excited for you to go on tour because it's a rush. I'm excited too. What's your favorite part of all the 
creative jobs that you've ever had and, and you get to do when you do all the time. I definitely think the live stuff is the best. It is. It, it's just it's meeting so people. Fun. Just meeting people. The energy, like even like when we go like to Nicole's books, tons of books out. So like we, do, we go to book signings, like, you know, yep. anytime we do an appearance or like not a, not like a club appearance, but you know, anytime we get to see the fans and like see them freak out, it's like, that's what makes it like so surreal for me. It's like, and just to have fun, just to be there. Like, like these, these people found something in me that it's an entertaining enough to pay attention to all the time. These are the people I want to be like, hanging around and be friends with and like and, and entertain and be with. I know. You right? know, they're they're celebrating you all the time. It's like why why the fuck would I want to hang out with them? It's like the coolest thing. What's the best part about having a celebrity friend and what's the worst part about having a celebrity friend? The free shit's the best part. Wait, ooh, tell me the best free shit you ever got. Um, My Casper mattress. <laughs> no. Um, yes, mattresses. That's so a ma- major one. Ma- ma- mattresses. There's sh- uh, trips. Like, you know, when, they, when you win, when you were nominated for like VMAs and all those things, they give oh. you like the, all the like trips and shit. Like she gave me literally a bag of, of like free trips, but they're all in like South Africa. It's like when I'm flying to South Africa, girl. But thanks anyway. <laughs> I mean, I would say like you know the perks of things, of getting to do cool, the coolest things in the world, getting to go like yep. meet your like every every famous person you wanted to ever meet, getting to like sit and rub elbows with them. You know, who's like, the best famous person you ever met? Oh. I mean, it was great. We did. We we went out when she was on Apprentice. I got to like hang out in a trailer with Boy George and just, oh. like, just like when we became like friends, we te- we're like we're like Instagram texting friends now. It's like stop. Like I mean, we were just like, I was like in a trailer with Boy George, just hanging out. What's he like? Oh, he's the fucking sweetest. Oh my god! So down to earth, and he's like, he's he's me. He's like, you know, an unbothered queen. And she's like, oh girl, <laughs> she'll get over it. Queen. Do you know what I mean? So I met like so many people when she was at The Apprentice. Like, um, who else was on that show with her? Schwarzenegger. I met like he was like <gasps> just fucking like? nice. He was scary. <laughs> Nicole likes him. Nicole's friends with him. He um, was scary. But he was scary. But oh. yeah, just getting to like go to like to con like uh, meet meet your idols and go to concerts and just like hang out like I just remember people like Anderson Cooper I was like always obsessed with and the second we got there she's like Joey wants to suck your dick oh my god I love her and I'm like oh my god so she's embarrassed things like that the opportunities you get to do these really cool um, things that's just just given that's the best part what's your favorite project that she's done right she did she did her own show with her husband called so cute I was um a sure flip so yep. she was doing she was that was fun and I love that project because her and her husband got to work together and it was something that he actually likes because he doesn't like being the attention but he loved that show because it was all what he does he flips houses he does all this stuff he was in his element he was in his element he was showing up his skills he was you know he was having the best time so I saw how happy she was doing that show oh. and she it was a fun I was on that too I kind of like you know went in and helped him out and stuff like that but that was a great fun project I mean Dancing with the Stars was phenomenal oh. that was huge and My fun God, she's done so much like I know she has but yeah. as we're going over it I'm like she's fucking a huge yeah. celebrity <laughs> they wanted to do like some other thing I don't know like celebrity did they do Big Brother Big Brother no not that not that they so, might have no it wasn't that it was something else she didn't know what it was <laughs> But she didn't know what Apprentice was either. So we had to watch. We had to watch like videos of it on the plane on the way there. So crazy. She was it's, like, she's like, oh, and this is not for me. Do you feel like she's like, she didn't have this in mind for her life either, and that's why she's like so humble and down to earth about it? And so like, no, I think she it? did. No, she knew that's what she wanted to do. That is so funny. That is what Stassi says. Stassi's like, I'm, I'm like, can you believe you're here? And she's like, absolutely, I manifested this. And I'm like, what? Fuck, I did wrong. I did, no, I've been trying wrong. to manifest it, but me it's like too. it's not happening. Whatever, we're adjacent. We're really close. Yeah, it's we're fine. almost there. We can see the finish line. <laughs> Honey, we can just send these coattails about forever and okay. just live our lives. Yes. I mean, look at this apartment building. We're I in. know this is so cute. Yeah. Do you have a pool here? We do. Stop. It is in 
indoor pool, which is like, what a fucking waste. Well, I had a pool in my house in Murray Hill. It was on the roof, but it was like indoor with like big wind, like um, sliding glass doors that opened around the top. That's cool. It, it was like a, it was, it was like a building for all like young, annoying people. <laughs> Murray Hill is literally that. I used to city. live across the street from Claudia Ashray. No kidding. And we had no idea. She was the, she was above the Trader Joe's in that building. Uh huh. And I was in the building across the street from it. And now she's moved to a different apartment, right? Yeah, she's rich now, so she Dude, has her apartment now. I mean, just from Instagram stories. It's I know. Fucking crazy. She has a closet that looks like Barney's. Like right? There's like lighting in it. It's so on crazy. the shelves. We're gonna get that rich. Yeah, I know. I can feel it. Yeah. I'm gonna. Ma- I'm manifesting it. Okay, do it now. Right here, right now. Whereas you heard it here on the. Cha- What's the name of the podcast? Taste of Taylor. It's a taste of Taylor. Taste of Taylor. Could I come in edition? <laughs> but right now we're sitting. Just give a test. We're we're in her her home theater. Yeah. Do you get to pri- fly privately a lot? Not with her. Not with her. Yeah. Where where were you in the private? I go jet? with uh, my friend Lear. She she co-hosts my podcast um, sometimes. My best friend. She has a billionaire boss. What? So her boss is one of the, like the big, big, the richest guys in New York, Stop. and he is very generous with with her and with us. And uh, so he was. Um, I Whoa. was flying to back up. Explain yourself. Yeah. So, so he, you have access to a fucking PJ? Well, it's not. It's not access. I mean, we, but yes, I guess we do. But it's like <gasps> when he's going somewhere, like, or if we need to, like, I was on a trip. We were going to Europe. I was, and he happened to be going. I had to go to. Uh, Moscow for work and he was happened to be going to Russia for some uh, he was going climbing on a mountain or something <laughs> you what like billionaires do yeah and he was Rich like people do the weirdest shit. I know so he was gonna he was like climbing a mountain with all his friends and so it's like I was like he was like George well come with us just take a ride we'll drop you off in Moscow I was like okay so I was like thanks girl so I just hopped on there we went to Kentucky once huh. um for a wedding like and then like anytime we have to like my friend's birthday's coming up we're gonna go to Vegas we'll probably take that for Joey yeah. I love rich people me too girl <laughs> I may not be one but I'll I'll I'll, I'll, I'll Act like one, girl. I think it's actually better to be friend of rich person. I do too. Because rich person, no money, no problems. You know it, homeboy. Yeah, you know it. that's why I don't have any. It's like you know, I'm no, I'm good. I don't want any money. It's like when I want to be rich, I just hang out with my rich friends, yeah. and then when I want to be normal, I just go back to my studio apartment and I act yeah, normal. Yeah, and eat Domino's, <laughs> order Taco Bell. Oh, you, that's been that's big. what I do. Yeah, that's my, that's my thing. That's my maneuver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rich people do really weird things. I remember I knew this kid. He was he was like rich through his family, but he was also like a hedge fund guy. Right. He traded. Weather. What do you mean? I have no idea. That was his job. He was a weather trader. He, he like predicted like I'm weather. I'm so confused. Same, okay? But he was like stupid rich from being like a hedge fund guy that traded weather. I don't know. I would love to learn how well, to trade Who's he trading weather with? God, I don't know. Hey guys, it's time to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, Orate. I love Orate. It's a fine jewelry company made in New York City and it's founded by women for women, which I'm always here for. Here's the deal. The founders of Orate love their jewelry. They love their real golds. They love their sparkly diamonds. But fine jewelry is crazy expensive. But not now, thanks to Orate. Orate has literally hacked the jewelry market, making real gold and diamonds accessible at a really affordable price. And you're probably like, well, how? Here's the deal. Orate sells direct to you. So there's no middleman markup. So they can actually offer you the same quality as like a traditional Fifth Avenue brand at a fraction of the cost. All Ori pieces come with a lifetime warranty because when your product is good, you know it lasts. So I love when I see that on a product. And I'm telling you, the design of Orate is so, oh, it's delicate and beautiful. It's like classic, but with like a little bit of a modern edge. I love my ring that I have from Orate. It's rose gold with like a little tiny diamond in it. But I am telling you guys, that diamond, when I was ordering it online, I was like, I wonder, because he said, this stuff sparkles. And I was like, I wonder if it's really going to sparkle. Girl, it does. She is sparkly AF. 
And I love this part because it's all real gold. I can wear it and never have to take it off because I'm not taking off my jewelry. I don't play that game. I shower with it. I sleep with it. I cook with it. Like I said, do dishes with it. It's like wow factor jewelry, but it's actually durable and for every single day. So for 15% off your first Orate purchase, just go to OrateNewYork.com slash T-O-T and use my promo code T-O-T. Okay, again, for 15% off your first Orate purchase, go to OrateNewYork.com. I'm going to spell it out for you. It's A-U-R-A-T-E NewYork.com slash T-O-T. And don't forget to use that promo code T-O-T. And now... Back to the podcast. Is it like, oh, is it like, I'm going to guess if I had to make an educated <laughs> guess. If I had to like trading weather, it would be like, I'm a meteorologist and I know if it's going to rain on Tuesday, but I'm going to tell ABC News <laughs> that it's going to rain on Tuesday. Um, It's like this. Um, like I'll trade my secrets like or like. I think it's like, so I'm going to bet against like the crops doing well in this portion of the country at this time of year because I think there's going to be massive droughts. Oh, so then so the people that have a corn uh, field, they sell corn from but a, like, isn't that fucked a bird's up? eye. They're like, oh, girl. You got it. Girl, we better not wear those corns so we can sell the frozen section. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way we try to understand wealth. What real jobs are. <laughs> oh, my God. I for real, I can't ever do a real job. No, now. God. No, what would you do? I don't know what I would do. I, I mean, I'd have it's to It's my biggest something. fear. It's my biggest fear is no. that one day I'm going to have to grow up. And get a I'm, job. I'm certainly a grown up. Like, I, I I should be grown up at this point. But it, but it now, happens at times. Like, this sales. month is scary for me. I'm waiting on some checks to come in. So it's like, girl, I don't even know. They're about to cut my Amex off on me, but so it's like <laughs> that's what so there's, for. I know there's, there's scary times sometimes, but then there's like really lucrative times sometimes. So it's like it's feast or famine all the time. But it's like you know I'm in a, I'm in a low month right now, but um it's I can it's still not worth going to like can you imagine having to go work every day? No, I mean I got fired from Sirius like like rug ripped out from underneath because you me. came drunk at 3 a.m. <laughs> no, they 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 totally kept me through all that. Oh shit. no, I got fired like just. I, th- I just think my time was up, honestly. And they yeah. were just like, oh, you c- technically breached your contract. I liked going serious. It's fun to go over there. I know, isn't it? I know. Little it's cool. Room. Like, listen, they fire me, so fuck you. But what? Uh, but truthfully, it's a fucking cool place to work. Yeah. But, 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 but. That's where um, Howard is, right? Oh, yes, you know it. He takes corner. all that money. Yeah. He takes all that corn. Yeah. He owns the frozen food by the uh, By the little um, photo booth that's there. Uh-huh. By the green room. Right he has there. his own wing. Yeah. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how they put your name on the big screen when you get there, though. It's exciting, right? Yeah. It's I like, know. oh my God, my name's on the, uh, the... I'm sure. I know I interviewed Snooki, but I'm Jenny's sure... The, Jenny McCarthy's there. She's there. We go to Jenny McCarthy all the time. We go I to... was right... So I was the show right before Jenny. We like would would trade off into the studio. We never... She never interviewed her? I definitely interviewed Snooki back in the day when I was working for Cosmo Magazine, but I don't know if I had in the recent years. Oh. Yeah, I'm always Just there. Cause, but no, it was a cool place to work. But I always think about like, what what the fuck would I do if I had to get a real job? I don't I always know. say go into real estate. Because I think I'm like a people person and I, yeah. and I fucking love real estate. But I mean... I don't need to insult either. all the real estate agents out there that I like think that I could just waltz in and do your Whatever job. Whatever it is, I wouldn't be able to do a nine to five job. I wouldn't be able to to commit that much time. I know, me neither. Like well, I would never sit like in a place where like you don't have to like be like, Oh, can I um I gotta I need off this day or like I don't know, it's just weird. <laughs> It's like I'm available this day, <laughs> but your boss is like, um, you're available. Thank you for telling me. I know I used to have such an amazing work ethic. <sighs> then radio just ruined me. I can only work for four hour in four hours spurts. Yeah, 
<laughs> but you guys wake up early. What time did you wake up to your, your Taylor Stricker show? I will actually say, it, uh, doing the radio keeps me like in, in a good schedule. Do you play music on your radio show? No, no, we don't have the rights to it. It's all talk. I mean, we can play like, little things here and there, but it's straight talk. Do you have a soundboard where you I press fun, fun things? Yeah, but I don't really use it that much. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm just, I just want to talk, 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 talk for two hours straight. And you have, you have guests every time? Co hosts, yeah, rotation co hosts. Who's your co host? Can I do it? Yes, absolutely. Wait, stop. I'm going to do it. Me, no, but I'll you do it. come in the morning? I don't care. It's 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. You don't care? Fine. No. Yes. Oh, my God. Absolutely. Come on to be a guest. Oh, my God. Be so how much fun. fun. Yeah. I have, I, have, I have five And then we interview other people? Yeah. Oh, how yeah. fun. It could be so much fun. We'll play games. We'll talk about pop culture. I can't, I can't imagine. We were talking before we got on the, on the air here. That you have to come up with fucking topics every day. I do a weekly podcast, and like every week, I'm scrambling for like what celebrity like had a nip, nip slip or yep. you know who's a lesbian now. It's like I, I it's like what did Caitlyn Jenner do this week? It's like I have that's enough for me. Like every fucking day, you have to come up with something interesting to talk about. And so this is what so every day I do a two hour talk radio show. Can you give me can you give me um um advice on how I can f- be more creative with my topics? I'm gonna like, give where you, do you one find, right now. Where do you find topics? I'm gonna give. This, and how do you get inspired? This is such an amazing secret, and I can't believe I'm fucking giving it away. Is on it Daily Mail UK? No. So, I mean, here's my number one secret is the best thing you can do is like reality TV yourself, your life. Like I used to call my radio show when I was at Sirius reality radio because it was just about me, my life. So it's like, it's almost like things like Seinfeld. It's like you take something little and you like blow it up really fucking huge. Yeah. So that's, that's the best way. So is that people listening to this in their car? This show? Not this one. Oh, they could. Um, oh, the radio show lives in the podcast app. So it's technically like podcast tech in terms of technology. But so it's, it's not a, live. But or it is, is a live radio show. People can call in. We had like like 10 phone calls today on the show. Oh, We're nice. talking about the best housewife husbands and the worst housewife husbands. Okay. Do you watch? Yes. Okay. So who do you think is the best? Who's the worst? Oh, oh. Best house Obviously, Mauricio's the best. Oh, because he he likes tequila, and he's a rich. Um, and he's rich. Rich. Um, real estate. Real See? estate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mauricio. I think I don't know the hot ones. There's not any hot. And there's none of them that are like su- super hot Mm-mm. at all. No. And not, the only like one, the only like three of them, and the entire franchises are married. Like no one's, no one has husbands anymore. I know. It, it, that's like the curse of the housewife. You know, you like you start off a housewife and then you end up. Who are the husbands? Ramona. Um. Oh, he was hot. I loved Mario. Mario's hot. Mario was <laughs> he hot. Was hot. But what a dick. Yeah, yeah. Do you know? Are you friends with Heather McDonald? I am friendly with Heather McDonald. I can't say we're friends, but um, she came on my podcast. I went on her podcast. Yeah. I think she likes me enough. I don't know that she wants to be my friend. She was on ours before. (laughs) Are you friends with her? Not friends with her. No, no. She was like. Years ago on our old podcast, she was on, but she was nice. I, she always did a lot of the housewives. Oh, she does all the housewives. She's so fucking yeah. funny. Yeah, she's funny. She's so good. Did you watch the roast of um, Alec Baldwin? Last no, night? was it amazing? Uh, it was so funny. Was it so yeah. good. It was actually one of the better ones I've seen yeah? in a long time. I have to go back and watch it. Watch it. It's funny. Blake Griffin was really funny. He's a hot like basketball player. Oh, really? Oh, uh, he's so. Cute. He was funny. He was. He had great writer. Whoever wrote his sh- shit was good. Damn, but you got to deliver that shit still too. They, no, he delivered it, and it was like and none of those people that, that unless they're a comedian write their own shit. That's true. Are you normally like this, or, or well, is, I'm, am I? I'm, hung, am I'm I, hungover today. Oh, are you? Deeply. Okay. I, I was watching the Eagles that. last night with my girlfriend. She's a oh. huge fan. Is she from Philly? Oh yes. Oh, oh yeah. Girl. She fucking bleeds green. Get it? Yes. Girl. So anyway, that's why. Is she home? Right? Is she upstairs? No, she's at work. Okay. Yeah, she has a real person job. What does she do for real job? She like works with a company called the Female Quotient, and she does all the. She's like the head of their video department. Oh. She like edits and like she like oh, does yeah. like adult people shit. Oh, like she God. goes to work in the morning and she comes back at like five or six, and then she travels all over the Did world. You pack her lunch? Oh no, because I get up oh. before her. 
Oh, right. So bright and early. Um, but wait, so you're asking how to how you do um, come up with the content and stuff. Did you go to work today? Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, so an old radio trick that I learned. Oh, yeah, yeah, tell me. my friends. Did you ever go on to Maxim Radio when, like, you went serious? It, it, they, they got rid of the channel, but it used to exist. I remember it. No, I never been there were these guys, Cavino and Rich, and mm-hmm. they taught me a little trick, and this is the trick, is that if you are stumped for content, go to the guide of your television yeah. It can be a reality show. Sitcoms actually work better. Like, think like a Friends. Or actually, I guess we're not living in like 1992. So you can go, oh, to, like, go to Netflix. Yeah. Like, click on Gossip Girl. Right. Read the show description of that episode. The episode description. Like, what that episode's going to be about. Right. And just say and it happened to you. Oh, I got it. So, like, say. So, like, plug and play. Because it's like, they have, like, general themes. Like, an episode of Friend will be, like, the theme will be about, like, blankety blank. And so it's like, you can just kind of, like, oh my God, you guys. So my friend called me and told me this crazy story and blah, blah, blah. Oh, blah, blah, blah. it's just make shit up. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, that works. I'm at a point now where it just comes so naturally that, like, I don't have to do and that. And enough anymore. crazy shit happens to but, us. Like, another thing that a lot of, a lot of shows do is when you're first starting out, you get a lot of fan letters or fan right. calls. Right. But those are your friends and family calling and you right. write your own fucking letters because you need content. And also, it's like the audience needs to be taught what to do, you know? Right. So it's like, it, 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 you know, I've been getting a lot of letters recently and I'm going to read one today. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's literally like your life story. Exactly. Right. So those are my little tips and tricks. I love it. Thank you. But anyway, I love you. You are so welcome to come here whenever your little Thank heart desires. You. Well, I might stay and invite my friends over to watch a movie okay, here. Done. Now you're, you're my new rich friend that has a movie theater. Um, so you're going to go say hi to your friend, Nico. Yeah, I'm going to see if he's home, and then, um, yeah. I was so proud of our building. What a cute little neighborhood, too. It's all cobblestone streets. I know. It's so quaint down is here. Is Century 21 near here? Yes. I'm going to walk by I'm You walk totally by that should. Way. You totally should. Oh, and that little, that crazy mall with the, that looks like a dinosaur. Yes. Or, oh, go there. or vagina. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> a bony vagina. <laughs> That's how I wish mine looked. Yeah. All I want in life is a bony vagina. Yes. Yeah, I have girl. a pudgina. Pudgy-gina. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is fun. But anyway, yeah. So, like, look at this. It's just like our worlds are fucking colliding. I know. So glad The universe I did said this. we must. Yeah. You guys, thank you so much for listening. And Joey, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Make sure to follow Joey on Instagram at MrP79. Yes. And check out my podcast with Snooki. Uh, it's called It's Happening with Snooki and Joey every Thursday where podcasts are found. And make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Please, please, please. I like five stars. Four is good too. One hurts my feelings. Uh, and make sure to share the podcast with your friends. Come on. Let's build an army. Bye, guys. Bye, girl.